0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. 2 Corinthians 9 uh, and uh, verse 10, we want to add this to the, and declare God will multiply your seed your measures back to you uh, in a harvest. Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. We're thankful. Amen. And uh, we bless you in the name of Jesus. Hebrews uh, 6, 1 through 12. I want to read this. I just really want you to listen. It's out of the Amplified Bible. And uh, let me read it to you. Therefore, let us go on and get past the elementary stage in the teachings and doctrine of Christ the Messiah, advancing steadily toward the completeness and perfection that belong to spiritual maturity. Let us not again be laying the foundation of repentance and abandonment of dead works, dead formalism, and of the faith by which you turn to God. With teachings about purifying, the laying on of hands, the resurrection from the dead, and the eternal judgment and punishment. These are all matters of which you should have been fully aware long long ago. Now I realize that, you know, there there's always in family there are different levels of, of life. So there's different levels of growth and maturity of not knowledge and understanding and encounter uh, and experience. Uh, and the Lord is never far from these foundational things. We use them every uh, day. Uh, you know, we're constantly um, you know, having to repent and be shed of dead works. And let me give you a practical, uh, you know, uh, in that I, you know, uh, there were certain things that I used to do that I no longer do just simply because it's, it's not productive. It, it's not helpful. Uh, it certainly is, it is not an advancement at this point in juncture in my life that would be a, a retreat. Amen, and you can say the same, uh, the same things. You know, we're moving forward into ma- uh, spiritual maturity. Amen, and we live by faith, don't we? I mean, uh, you know, you can't live in the faith that uh, that, that you had uh, yesterday. Today's a new day, and God will author new faith in you. He'll build upon. The faith that you already have, but faith is something that is a living thing. It has to be—it's an exercise uh, daily in our lives. What you don't use, you will lose. The just shall live by faith. Amen. So these are—he's talking about foundational things, but there are there is an increase. There are advancements that he uh, would like us to go into. And verse three, if God permits. And we need to understand this, uh, you know, uh, if God permits. Everybody say if. That's one of the biggest words in the Bible. If. There's a lot of if where God is concerned, there's a lot of if where we're concerned. Most of God's if is dependent on ours. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's the truth. You know, Religious tells us, or Religion tells us that everything's just automatic. God's going to do what God wants to do. No, God doesn't hardly ever get to do everything God wants to do. Be, why? Because it's if we believe him, if we'll agree with him, if we'll align with him, he can do certain things. But he can't just do it automatically. He has to have a, somebody believe him, and he has to have somebody partner with him in the earth. Amen. All right. Uh, And of course, these are all things that we begin to come to know as we, uh, you know, walk and work our way through life together with God and with each other. God expects us to mature, to grow up, to come up, to move forward, to advance. All right. A good measurement in our life is. Uh, if the one thing that we're after is knowing God, uh, and then making Him known, the God that we that we know and that we're coming to know, you know, are we are we uh, gaining, or are we uh, losing in that area? Amen. All right. Uh, you one one thing that you cannot afford to lose that you know, I can. I've lost money. I can get money back uh I can't get time back yeah. on this planet. God can redeem it. Are you listening? but I can't get it back. It's gone. Are you listening? I can learn from the loss in order to increase and get and gain. That's what redemption is. Amen. Amen. You know uh, but I can't go back and live my 20s again or 30s or 40s, getting close to the 50s. On the top side, uh, staring down 60 pretty hard at this point in time. Amen. It's not that far. Do you understand? And that's a maturity, uh, that's a mature perspective in life, isn't it? When you're little, you got all the time in the world. You don't even know what time it is. How long before we get there? No perception of, or sense of time, of the dynamic of time or how to use time. But as we grow up, you know... And, and, you know, you, you know used to be your mama had to wake you up. I hope that's not the case today, that somebody still has to wake you up uh, for the day. Praise the Lord. Let's move along to more advanced teachings here. All right. Um, if God permits. So a lot of it depends on our maturity level in context here. A lot of moving forward is going to depend on our maturity level. Amen. Uh, this is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. You know, I plan on taking some advanced courses this next year. Be careful what you ask for. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I've seen some of God's school and experienced some of his training Uh and, but it's still better than, not, than being untrained and unprepared uh, when life comes knocking on the door. If indeed God permits, we will now proceed to advanced teaching. Now... He goes on. Here's some more qualifiers in here. He, he says, This for it is impossible to restore and bring again to repentance those who have been once for all enlightened and who have consciously tasted the heavenly gift and have become sharers of the Holy Spirit and have felt how good the Word of God is and the mighty powers of the age and the world to come if they then deviate from the faith and turn away from their allegiance. Now here's a pitfall that he says here. He goes, uh, listen, and this is a strong word when the Bible says impossible. Uh, you know, uh, again, wasted time. Uh, you know, you know, distracted, deviating. You know, running around here and there. I can't get that time back. All right, when not when and and uh, you know if I if I focus and stay on and stay on course. And on time, uh, I will uh, get to where God wants me to, wants to bring me. Amen. Amen. And let's look at this a little bit uh, more. It says it is impossible to bring them back to repentance for because while as long as they... As they nail upon the cross the Son of God afresh, as far as they are concerned, and are holding him up for contempt and shame, public disgrace. Now, there are certain things uh, in my life that govern my life now, uh, you know, uh, that I will not do because uh, of, uh, you know, of the name I carry, of whose I am, of the witness of that. Amen? I, I want to be. A more and a better witness uh, of I want to live the love. I love that term, live the love. I want to live in the love. I want to express that love. I want my life to lovingly express the truth of that love. Uh, I want to be. I want my life uh, to line up with my words, Amen. not be words only, but a life that's lived. Amen. There are a lot of folks that are in word only. Amen. It's very distasteful to the to the world. Even the world knows that's not right. Praise the Lord. All right. Uh is it important sometimes to know not part it's important to know what is right in order to be right and do right. Amen. Um and we should do the right thing. We should be the right people, the right kind of people. All right? Why? Because we have the right kind of God. God's right. He's absolutely right. He's right all the time. Every time. Amen? Uh, Now, there's no fearfulness or shame if we get it wrong because we're trying to learn what's right. Now, if we get it wrong and don't care about what's right, that's a different story. Isn't that right? You know, uh, you know, if our lives say, "Well, I don't, I know I heard what you said, but I'm going to do what I want to do." Mm-hmm. Which is what we do. We all do what we want to do. Yeah. Amen. I thank God my prayer is that, is that there, God has promised to do a work in our want to. Yeah. So I want yeah. God to do a more and a better want to in me yeah. where his will and his way is concerned. I can't answer that for you. I love you. I hope you'll choose the same thing. Now, uh, for the soil which has drunk the rain that repeatedly falls upon it and produces vegetation useful for those, to those whose benefit is cultivated, it is cultivated, partakes of a blessing from God. But if that same soil persistently bears thorns and thistles, it is considered worthless and near to being cursed. Didn't say it was, it was cursed, but it said, boy, you know, there's no point in living near the curse." Isn't that right? If if we're blessed when we hear and we do it, what happens if we hear and we don't do it? We're near to being cursed. That's what the world does. They don't care to listen. Uh, You know, that was how we walked at one point in time. Uh, But listening is everything. Because if I'm going to live out of his voice, I have to first listen in order to hear him. But when when I listen, he wants me to want to do what he's telling me to do. That's not natural to us, but it does become our first nature. Eventually, you've got so much on, on the want-to side of the scale and this and a habit of obeying God that disobedience is not, you know. I mean, it, you're so sensitive to that. Amen. I mean, you know, you're not afraid of disobeying God because you don't want to disobey right. God. You're not seeing... How far you can go in disobeying, how much you can get away with, how little we can give God, uh, you know, and then how much we can get from God for the little that we give him. Praise the Lord anyhow. All right. Is this okay? Would you rather me run around? We could all shout and when we get all said and done, you don't even know what we shouted about, but sure did feel good. If the object is a changed life and it is alright if the object of information is to receive revelation that, we're, that will help us in this transformation of looking like Jesus um, you know then uh, then perhaps we should approach it a little differently Amen Maybe I won't have to maybe I won't have to yell as much maybe we can just uh, reason together amen all right even though we speak this way yet yeah, in your case beloved we are now firmly convinced of better things things that are near to salvation and accompany I like uh, uh, this in the King James, it says, But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. Amen. Well, he simply did. He painted a picture of uh, of what we should do, what we shouldn't do. And he said, But I want you to know, he said, I'm persuaded and convinced that you of better things of you, that, that, that you've done something with what you've been given, that... Uh, that you're productive with what God with the word that God gives you. You seek to apply that to your everyday life. That you want to be a more and a better witness. You want to advance. You want to grow up. You want to be responsible. Rise to responsibility of other people for your life. That's what he's saying there. He says, I'm persuaded. Of those better things of you. Amen. Let's go down and look uh, at this. It says, For God is not unrighteous to forget or overlook your labor and the, le- and the love which you have shown for his namesake in ministering to the needs of the saints, his own consecrated people, as you do. Uh, that's a powerful statement there. You know, uh, uh, God doesn't forget. He keeps very good record in our lives. Amen. And God is for us; He's not against us. So He's looking for what He can use, what He can bless, what He can can and will increase in our life. Amen. Uh, You know, uh, there were certain things that you know that my dad did not want to increase in my life. So he would; his word was trim me. So I'm gonna give you a trimming. Uh, I knew what that meant before I was trimmed my attention had to be gotten and uh, there is an attention getting spot for each one of us amen Amen. it's tied directly to our thinking amen are you listening it really is you know uh, uh, cause enough pain right here and you know and something will be performed up here amen and I know in modern day things that we just talk to them and stand them in the corner. How's that working out for you? <laughs> Anyhow, let's move forward. Amen. All right. Aren't you glad that God is a good God? Yes. And he will talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Uh, but he will. And instruct. But he will correct if necessary. Yes. Amen. And love corrects appropriately. All right. Uh, now, because we've done, we have done something with what God has given us, God will give us more. You know that's a principle in the scripture, isn't that right? God is looking for people to invest in more, uh, not less. He expects us to increase what he gives us. It, it, should God have an expectation? Now, this is, gr- this is growing up, isn't that right? Amen. Now, I'm going to tell you something, people, for your life. Now, see, if you're not growing you you can't help other people to grow because we only speak to, you know, from where we are. We speak from where we are to others. That that now listen, we you know, uh, the, uh, the the purpose of our life is to not just see people get saved but to make disciples. You gotta stay saved. Be successful with being saved. Amen. And get them to heaven. Amen. Amen. Now that's not hard. Take a look at. You know. I, I don't mind saying this. If you want to see what a disciple. Uh, looks like. Look at Pastor Sandy and me. Follow us. As we follow the Lord. Amen. You know. I'm not ashamed of our walk. We're not perfect now. We're People will make mistakes. But we're not going to stay in them. And we've learned enough from the mistakes that we have made. That we're not repeating them. That's called maturity, growing up. And we're constantly growing up, amen? I'll make this real easy for you. You know, if you don't know what a good one looks like, look at us. I don't mind saying, you know, we're good people. We're good pastors. Why? Not because of us, but because of the good thing God has done in us. And the good thing, it's a good thing. We're not going to give up the good thing. And we want more and better of the good thing. Amen. Now, at some point in time, you have to have a little bit of confidence, uh, you know, uh, and there's something about ruling and reigning in life. We're supposed to. That's the plan of God. A disciple of Jesus Christ will absolutely rule and reign in life. That's what Jesus did. He started. He brought kingdom, the kingdom of God, the rule and reign of God. Now listen. Now you can't rule and reign in life if he's not ruling and reigning in you. He cannot rule and reign through you. The lordship of Jesus is not something we can invoke. Are you listening if we're not living under the Lordship of Jesus? He said, In my name. What does that mean? Jesus, you do this in the name of Jesus, and you're not, listen, under the Lordship of His name. Whoever should call upon the name of the Lord. Amen. Are you hearing? You're not just going to use Jesus' name indiscriminately. You, you, if you abide in me, my words abide in you, you can ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. Well, let's back that up. Is whatever we ask being done for us? If it's not, or only a percentage of that, are you listening, then we need to look at is his word abiding in us and us abiding in his word under the authority of doing, hearing it and doing it. I'm helping you. Whether you anyhow let's go down a little bit further uh, it says but we do strongly and earnestly desire for each of you to show the same diligence and sincerity all the way through in realizing and enjoying the full assurance and development of your hope until the end you know we sow in seed in hope That's what the Bible says, it's sow in hope we sow a seed of our life in in Hope in an expectancy of growth and increase and a maturity of more and better for our lives uh, of God, isn't that true? We sow in hope, right? But we got to follow all the way through to harvest that hope, hmm? amen. And, and it requires a diligence that, that is different from beginning. There's this diligence of discipline and determination in the middle of the growing. Staying with it, staying at it, before we actually realize the harvest of it. This isn't just come to the altar, you know, one time and now you're forever good. Pay your premiums every once in a while. You know, Christmas and Easter. You're not going to grow up like that. It's impossible to grow up like that. Amen? And growing up isn't just, you know, uh, we don't leave children to grow up by themselves. They're supervised. You know, we supervise your life. Uh, You know, uh, we're not micromanaging you, but, you know, something you would get excited about, we may not be so excited about that because of where we see it's headed to. In a way. And the proof of that is, you know, if it takes you further and further away from God, then we got an issue here. Because it was just bait to draw you. Anyhow, let's move forward, all right? See, lots of, you know, a shiny thing. I, you know, I'm interested in shiny things. God has glorious things. Those are the only shiny things I'm interested in. And they are shiny. But there's a difference between real gold and fool's gold. There's a difference between the devil's shiny things and God's shiny things. Praise the Lord, everybody. That's good enough to write down just like Facebook, isn't it? Let's... uh. Verse twelve. In order that he said, now this is our desire. It's it's a desire, but it's also a dilemma uh, for us. You know, this is our struggle. This is something Pastor and I pray over, labor over, get up in the night over, look in the Word over. You know, um, you know, uh, we're we're just tied to y'all with a real short rope. Follow me, as I follow the Lord. And, and what bothers us the most, you know, we celebrate, you know, uh, I'll tell you, I'll celebrate the 30-fold. Amen. I'm, you know, uh, the dilemma is I wanted us to be at the 100-fold measure immediately. But if we're at the 30-fold, it, it indicates there is some good ground there. Amen. There's some productivity. But should we settle for 30-fold? While we celebrate the 30-fold, uh, please let's not confuse that we still will challenge to the 100-fold. If, because if, if, if we can't get you to continue, to, to continue and show the same diligence for there, there are things uh, that we can never bring into. Does the Lord need us to? Does the Lord need to bring us into some mature things? Amen. Does the Does the Lord need us to uh, to progress and to advance and to mature? Amen. Sure. Amen. Uh, is it helpful uh, if we're willing? <laughs> what if we're not willing? It's hurtful. Uh, we we delay our destiny. You can delay it long enough that you can miss it altogether. Moving right along here, amen. Uh, No, I'm serious. It does make a difference. It makes a difference how we live our lives. Makes a difference who we're with. Makes a difference who we're following. Makes a difference what we're focusing on. Makes a difference whether we are or not. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, he's talking to you. You are the difference that will make a difference for Jesus. Say it, tell him, say, You're, you are different. And you are to be the difference that makes a difference in other people's lives. So even though you may have one view and perspective, if listen, if, if, if I'm... if. If my responsibility is to be willing to be different enough, see it differently, to still celebrate you where you are, but challenge you to come forward. Come forward. That's all part of the plan. Amen. Ah, I don't want to clean my room. (laughs) Why do I have to eat the cornbread? I don't like cornbread. I like cotton candy. Well, <clears throat> in order, verse 12, that you may not grow disinterested and become spiritual sluggards, but imitators, behaving as do those who, through faith, by their leaning of the entire personality on God in Christ, in absolute trust and confidence in His power, wisdom, and goodness, and by practice of patient endurance and waiting, are now inheriting the promises. Now listen, the end of our believing is the receiving. If we've got any other kind of believing, that's not the kind the Bible teaches. Everybody say, now inheriting the promises. promises. It's important, isn't it, that he says, I want you to... To be an imitator of those who it is a right now thing they are believing and receiving. There's a perpetual believing and receiving. Their lives are coming forward. Their lives are going up. The life of faith that they're living, the end of their faith. They don't walk by, they don't begin, uh, you know, the walk. uh, We don't walk by sight, but by faith. But the end of our faith is sight. Yes, it is. All right. I, 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 don't, I don't walk by... Here's how faith starts. It says, I see the invisible in the seed form. And I grab a hold of it out of that realm and I keep pulling on it till it's down here in this realm where now, now listen now, God, me, and everybody else sees my faith. Sees it. You can see faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I started that... It, a wonderful measure. I started at dollar faith. I'm not at dollar faith anymore. That's right. That's right. Giving or receiving. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Now, if you're there, don't be condemned. Start where you're at with what you have. But goodness, don't stay there. Stay there. Amen. Increase. Believe for increase. Hallelujah. Oh. Uh, And to simply say that. Here's another thing. Now, if we can't get your, uh, if you don't have, uh, uh, um, if we're not developed in financial faith, then all we have is financial fear. And hallelujah. Now, now, why you always come back to finances? Well, where your treasure is. Treasure is an indicator of the heart. That's all. Oh, I'd give to God if I had a million dollars. No, you won't. Right. You won't give God out of the ten dollars that you have. Amen. I mean, honestly, the treasure. Amen. Hmm? You treasure the will of God and the way of God more than, uh, you know. Sacrifice is this. Uh, uh, it's not giving out of our surplus. Yes. I don't care whether that's time or energy, gifts and talents, or finances or material resources. Amen? Those are the three things we work with. Time, energy, money. I- Simple translation of it, you know. Uh, well, I'm never going to have a surplus of time. i got 24 hours in each day. So do you. How you use it, spend it, and invest yes. it is your business. Just like it's mine. I'm not going to get any more time. I'm not going to create a surplus of time unless I'm productive with the time I already have. Productivity would, would help us to create a surplus. Most of our productivity, what we call productivity in this life is just actual busyness and we're too busy for God. We have no surplus time for God because we're too busy with our life. Wow. Or serving you know, self-serving, so we have no surplus to be God-serving. I really need to close, or we'll go home, be happy, and on a positive note. But now here's the thing. You know, uh, uh, you know a little while ago, uh, uh, my, um, uh, uh, my vehicles, I had trouble with my vehicles. Uh, and uh, uh, that makes me unhappy. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I had to delve down into what was wrong to find out what would make it right. And when we got it right, what was wrong, I forgot all about I was actually very happy. I was was able to be very happy about what was wrong because now it's right. Amen. How many of you ever had your vehicle, you know, squeaking and squawking and bucking and, you know, shucking and jiving and all that and you're thinking, something ain't right here. Something (laughs) just ain't right something's wrong. I don't know what it is, you know, uh, but you can't go along. Oh, ain't nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. No, you know, in order to to fix it, you got to figure out what's wrong. And then when you figure out what's wrong, that's good news. We know what's wrong. Now we can fix it and make it right. Amen. Well, why don't I have more time for God? Well, now listen, we just said that. And here's the thing: Would more time with God help you? Yes, yes, Pastor. And the help you would be a lot more help, not only for yourself but for other people. People would see the blessing on your life. People would encounter, you know, uh, out of your experience, they would have an encounter. Uh, with the present God who is now, when I am now inheriting the promises, I pull people up into my now. And then I tell them God is good. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, honey, taste and see. Here's some surplus. I've got some surplus here. Amen. Hallelujah. But now at first, in order to create a surplus of harvest, Harvest comes from seed, I've got to sacrifice seed. I need the seed. But I need the surplus more. The seed I sow in scarcity. Sacrifice. Are you listening? But I'm not paying attention to that because I know the greater my the greater sacrifice I'm willing to live, you know, tough it out in the scarcity, I'm got surplus in mind. God pays particular attention to that. Why? Because I pay t- particular attention to that some of us give offerings and we don't even think another thing about it. That isn't an offering that's worth anything to anybody. We're not paying attention to it. God ain't paying attention to it. But if I put my scarcity sacrificial seed in the ground shama shama oh Jesus Jesus you gotta come through for me water, water, water. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Two, three, you're going to catch it. That's all right. Doesn't have to be everybody, but I'm not just a everybody. And I'm certainly not a nobody. Honey, I am a somebody who needs to hear. What, tell me what to do because I can't stay here no more i got to have some real answers from my life don't 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 talk all around it preacher tell me amen I got to have some uh, trailers this next year that's uh, what the Lord told me. Believe for them. I sold the ones that I had. Sowed seed at that. Uh, trying to figure out how I'm going to have enough increase in my life where that's concerned. You know the Lord reminded me while I was walking the floor. There's a lot of things that when you're praying with Jesus, he'll just say, hey, by the way. By the way. Yes. He said, you have trailer seed in the ground, don't you? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I mean a nice one. Yep. Amen. Nice. A real nice one. Nice. I would have liked to kept it. Nice. But I sold it, I sold it. Because I didn't know that God had in mind that I was going to need a whole lot more. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I thought that was the only one I needed. And that was how I was going to get more. Come on now, Miss Sandy. Yeah. But we turned it into seed. Yeah. Amen. Because seed will always get me more harvest than if I make it bread. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.